has all the knowledge you want. Malik books has all the knowledge you need. Malik books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik books. Welcome to Malik's bookshelf, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Hi, my name is Malik Muhammad, your host of Malik's Bookshelf. We got an exciting episode. Can you believe I'm on episode 19? Well, let me introduce yourself to what is going to be featured on episode 19. Well, everybody's talking about the Will Smith slap. I had to get in on that conversation. You know, I had my thoughts about that. So I'd like to share it. That segment is called Man Code, the Will Smith slap on Chris Rock. The other segment on this episode that I have is talking about what's going on in the community. And what's going on in the community is affecting everybody today. Gas prices are too high. Books or gas? And the last segment I have on this episode is an interview I did with an author, an independent author by the name of Tasha Bird, who wrote or is part of a collective of four books called Blessed, Not Broken, The Power of Letting Go. Kind of similar to a book review I did last episode on the sublime art of not giving an F. So stay tuned for that interview with Tasha Bird. What's happening in the community? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. High gas prices. It took $120 to fill up my car. I work out a Beetle and it cost $75 to fill a Beetle up. So the question is, books or gas? Books or gas? Well, this is going to be a challenge. And people have to have disposable income to buy the things that they want. Gas is a necessity, not a want. People got to go to work. People need to have gas to go to work. I mean, a lot of people drive cars, especially in California. Everything is far. Books or gas. Right now, these gas prices are outrageous. And it's tapping into everyone's pocket and everyone's business. Now, I want people to see books as essential. And books are essential. And we have to maintain, you know, everything you want to be, you're going to have to you find in a book. Anything you want to be, you got to read a book. So books are essential. Now, I'm not sure they recession proof, but they are essential. But gas, that's really essential. Books or gas. These prices are outrageous and unacceptable. Unacceptable. The, you know, we talk about community here on Malik's bookshelf. Well, right now, this gas price is affecting the community. Right now, people are suffering at because when you can't you can't spend paying a hundred and some dollars for your car. You can't spend. I was at the gas station. I was putting gas in the Beetle, paying seventy five dollars. Guy, he just shot it out, and I just spent eighty dollars to fill this up. He wasn't happy about that, and I don't care. Um, you know, with these prices the way they are and continue to go up, 
There's no end to this that we can see far and near. Um, people are going to feel it and they're going to have to make decisions and they got to decide what's um, they need to do. And I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to get a good book and stay at home. Get a good book and stay at home because you don't want to run around and spend all your gas and then got to go get some more and it's expensive. So if you want to save some money, guess what? Go get a book. Go get a book. Books or gas. I say get a book. I say get a book. So that's my recommendation. I think that you should get a book. Stay at home. Do a backyard boogie. Party at home. You got to find ways to cut money. Well, hey, my suggestion, get a good read. Get a good book. Come to Malik's Books. We got plenty. Come to the website. We got plenty. Because guess what? You got to find ways to save money. You got to find ways to save money. Malik Books can help you do that. That's right. Buying a book can help you do that. So my suggestion, get a good book, get a good read, kick it at the house, kick it in the backyard, kick it amongst your pool, go to the park, whatever you need to do, get a good book. Because, and kick it at the house or wherever you want to be. That's my recommendation. Because this is all about community. And that's what I think about what's happening in the community that's affecting the community is these gas prices. Well, you know, on Malik's book show, I love to interview a new author. In this case, they got four books, though. <laughs> so I'm late in the game. I have Tasha Bird with me right now at Malik Books. So guess what? I'm going to take this opportunity to interview her about Bless Not Broken, The Power of Letting Go. And look, this is supposed to be the fourth book. This is the fourth volume. The fourth volume. I'm late in the game. So tell us about one, two, three, and then four. Yes. So I am a new published author. Um, it was myself and five other young ladies where we opened up and shared our obstacles and triumphs and victories and heartache and pain. And uh, we just experienced uh, letting go and being able to share our experiences with everyone. And hopefully it will be a great encouragement. Wonderful, wonderful. So all four books all have the same title? No. Well, Bless Not Broken, like we had Transformation. We had, you know, it's three other ones. Okay. But this one here is The Power of Letting Go. Letting Go. Mm -hmm. You know, my last, I guess, book review mm -hmm. that I've done was called The Sublime Art of Not Giving an F. And what that book was about was <laughs> letting go. Realizing that sometimes things are just what effed up. Mm -hmm. So you just have to accept it and know how to process this and let it go and move forward. Yep. So is that what this book is all about? That's what all five of our six of our stories are. Mm -hmm. I shared actually three different experiences in my life that had held me back for so many years. Yes. And yes, um, yes. the whole process of um, allowing myself to sit in it, acknowledge it accept it, and also move on. And move on. Forgive and live. That's the title of my chapter. Well, you know, I found that letting go is a, could be a difficult thing. Very much it. so. Yes, Very yes, much so. Yes. I've held it since uh, at a good age of like 12. 12, wow. 
15, I had an experience, and Mm -hmm. I had an experience in my 20s with my now husband. I see, I see. Well, you know, they say experience is the best teacher. Oh, yeah. And someone who has experience, I think, has the richness to offer someone to make that transition to get through so they can learn to let go. Because, like I said, it's difficult. Grief is real. Very much so. It's, it, it, it is a process, but I learned to appreciate the process. I've grown from it. Mm-hmm. To sit in my stuff, to be accountable, and also yes. to for The main thing, I forgave myself. Absolutely. When I learned to forgive myself, because I have a forgiving heart towards others quicker than myself. And I think a few of us go through that experience. Yes, yes. But when I learned to forgive myself and accept, you know, gave myself some grace, well, I was able to let go. Well, I, I think that you should tell us three of the richest points and highlights of this series. Wow. Three of my own chapter or well, just hey, overall. Overall. Well, you know, we have one young lady. She experienced um, cancer and um, her experience through the cancer uh, being uh, coached being uh, supported, being loved through that transition, but finding it, finding love for herself, that was a process for her. Then we have another young lady, her process of being fatherless and going through that process. And um, for myself, we had um, another another young lady uh, struggling with suicidal thoughts, Mm. you know? And Mm -hmm. then myself, I had, it's, generational curses is, that's my main focus because I learned that with those three ex- main experiences that I share with you guys, if I had more structure coming up, if I had more support, guidance, encouragement, higher self-esteem within myself, I wouldn't have went through mm-hmm. that deep. You could have made. We all gonna go through right. some stuff. Gonna go through, but some go stuff. that deep, and I promise you, it's by the grace of God, I made it out. Without games, well, without wonderful. drugs, without prostitution, yes, yes, without yes. homelessness, without yes. crime, uh, killing somebody. Yes. I made it through all of that. Made it through. And I like the fact that you're willing to give God the glory. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. You know, start there, move down. <laughs> of course. I thank God so much. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. But it's been a blessing how you just stopped by Malik Books. And I just wanted to take this opportunity and talk to you about your wonderful book. And you share it with us. And I just want you to sell a million copies. And if we can help you try to move some, I'm glad you're coming on board with Independent Bookstore Day, April 30th. April 30th. Wonderful. We're gonna, we're featuring at least 20 independent authors. So you coming on board. Appreciate you. We're going to turn up that day. It's going to be lit that day. we got Terry Crews headlining that day. We're going to have 20 authors. We're going to have free giveaways. We're going to have music. <laughs> and it's going to be fun festival event at Westfield Coast City Mall, April 30th. I'm there. Come on through. And so thank you, Tasha Bird. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. the interview. Appreciate you taking your time out to talk. Malik Bookshelf, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Yes. Thank you. This Will Smith slap on Chris Rock has went viral. And I mean worldwide Viral. I got to say something about it because a lot of other people had a lot to say. 
But it comes down to the man code. The reality is this. You can talk about all the laws and assault and all the laws in place, but men has a natural man code. And one of the strongest natural emotions of a man is his duty to protect his wife. And when you feel your wife has been assaulted verbally or otherwise, something comes up in you. More wars have been fought over women in the last 6,000 years. So let's not try to tiptoe dance because, oh, he assaulted Chris Rock. What about the verbal assaults? Being a comedian and telling jokes about somebody's wife is not a justification for insulting a person verbally. That's the reality. And if a man feels that his wife has been insulted, he has a duty to defend the honor and respect of his wife. Wives are off limits in most cases. And that's what men who want to tell jokes on somebody's wife need to understand. Wives are off limits. And if you cross that line, and it is a line, a red line in the sand, there are consequences. People say, oh, he assaulted him, but he's not going to press charge. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't. Because if you man enough to talk about a man's wife and then hide it under jokes, well, then you should be mad enough to take it to the alley. Sometimes you got to deal with the reality. Men are men first. And laws don't stop the fact that a man got to be a man. And no man should allow no one to insult his wife. And hide behind a joke. And then act as if it's okay. Yeah, we live in a civilized world. But let me tell you something. There are laws also that said don't provoke a person to act aggressively on you. You can debate that and go back and forth and show different points of view. But in the end of the day. If you feel you offended somebody, if someone feels you offended their wife, then you got to man up and take the consequences. Now, I don't know if Chris Watt is a just was a coward and didn't respond when a man walked up to him or not. Or he showed just great restraint. I don't know. I don't know what was in his mind at that moment. But most men would have retaliated. That's all I'm saying. Most men would have reacted if they got hit, regardless. Whatever reason Chris didn't respond, he responded in a way and made a joke out of it. You know, showed great restraint. He showed that he chose to use his words to make laughter and defuse the situation. And that's noble. That's noble. And it takes courage to do that because in some people, they look at it as cowardness. But I think that words matter and that we should choose the path of peace and words before we act upon in an aggressive matter physically. But sometimes the red line has been drawn. And let me tell you something. When you talk about somebody's wife, even if you're joking, I might not receive it that way. 
And you might not know what's going on in my life personally. So you got to prepare for the consequences. And that's what happens. Man code. Man code. There are do's and don'ts. I think wives are house limits. I think wives are off limits. I don't think that men should talk about people. Why? Because I think there are red lines drawn in the sand. A man got to protect his and secure his family. So we all, you know, so you can look at it any way you want. You can say, oh, right, this way, right, wrong, this way, right, this way, wrong. You can look at it all you want. At the end of the day, um, feelings are real. And somebody's feelings felt a certain way. And when they, when they go in that direction, you can forget about laws. You can get about civility. You can forget about, hey, you know, people all America, the law, you know, this is a land of laws. Don't stop this country from, you know, its history. They had laws on the book and they still did slavery. They still was violent. They still did acts against humanity. Let us not forget that. We quit to point the finger. We quit to point the finger. All kind of violent things have happened all over this world and in this country. And we try to justify it, rationalize it. What happened during the rides during the summer, right? Summer of love. Well, people got hurt. People got robbed. Things got burnt down. Were they justified? And you weren't about Will Smith slapping somebody who defended his wife. He was defending his wife. He felt his wife was verbally assaulted. And you weren't about that. There are bigger things going on. Wars going on. And you sitting over here hiding behind these laws and acting like you could put a bear up against the wall, a grizzly, and then act as if, you know, they're not going to retaliate. Let's stop being hypocritical and put the double standard down. Man code. There's man code. And wives are off limits. There's man code. And wives are off limits. Everybody else has something to say. Right. If I feel my wife is being attacked or verbally, physically or mentally, spiritually, whatever, man, I got a duty to defend her. You understand? I don't care if it's on TV. That's the whole that's the reality we live in. Yeah, we got to have great restraint. We have to, you know, we don't get to where we got because of not having great restraint. Will Smith had great restraint his whole life. But then there was that moment. You know what I'm saying? Does that make him bigger? No, he defended his wife. Like it or leave it. Like it or leave it. It's no telling jokes, verbally on somebody's wife. It's no past. Can't say because you go to a comedy show and somebody's sitting in the front row and you get joked on. Well, hey, a lot of people got beat down <laughs> on that too. So don't act like that has never happened. <laughs> that lines are drawn. You need to know that before you take it upon yourself to do certain things. It's, it's consequences for actions. All right. Sometimes you meet the wrong person at the wrong time and they going through something and you hit a you <laughs> you hit a nerve. Hey, there you go. Consequences. Don't act as if, you know, that you could just say and do whatever you want without consequence. There's still consequences. And what we saw was consequences for your words, for your actions. All right. 
whether it's right or wrong. The reality is that hey, at the end of the day, you got to live with your with your actions. You got to live with, and I think Will Smith was willing to live with his actions. That you know, that's the reality. You, you got to live with your actions. I'm sure that uh, they're going on an apology tour, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's man code. And beware what you say. Beware how you say it. And don't think because you're telling a joke that it's going to be received as such. There are consequences. Man code. So that's my thought. Man code. Upcoming community events that will be hosted at Malik Books is the one and only the beautiful pop culture Garcelle. You know, the actress that's on the Beverly Hills, real Beverly Hills housewife, as well as the show called The Real. Well, guess what? She's going to be doing a book signing at Malik Books, April 11th at 6.30 p.m. Her new book called Love Me As I Am. Signing hosted at Malik Books in the Westfield Cove City Mall. And on April 30th, we're planning a big event around independent booksellers. They're going to have 20 authors. And our headliner is Terry Crews. He's going to be headlining our independent bookstore day. So you want to come out. It's fun for the family. It's all ages. April 30th from 12 to 7 is the event. Now, it's a free event, but you got to register for the Terry Crews book signing. His book, Tough, My Journey to True Power. Tough, My Journey Through True Power by Terry Crews. Book signing, April 30th, Independent Bookstore Day. Plus, RSVP. Go to MalikBooks.com under events and register for the Terry Crews book signing at Malik Books on April 30th, Independent Bookstore Day. My book review for this episode is a book by someone that we had the pleasure of meeting on social media and through emails and DMs. We began a relationship that culminated into this book being the number one best-selling book at Malik Books for 2021. And it continues to sell really brisk in 2022. Um, I can't thank this author enough for selecting a small independent bookstore as Malik Books and willing into existence and in putting into the universe the manifestation of supporting local and buying from small independent bookstores, particularly during the pandemic. The book that I'm going to be doing my book review about is called How to Do the Work, Recognizing Your Patterns, Heal from Your Past, and Create Yourself by Dr. Nicole LaPere. She's known all over social media, particularly Instagram, where she had millions of followers. She goes about the name the holistic psychologist. Dr. Nicole has hit a core subject matter which involves trauma, dealing with mental health. There's mental health is plaguing communities all across this country. And Dr. Nicole has devoted She's a psychologist who graduated from, I believe, Cornell University. 
And so with all of her studying and researching and consulting and therapy um, with uh, her clients, she created this self-healing movement. The self-healing movement is all about you healing yourself from your past, addressing the trauma or mental health issues that's holding you back, helping you to recognize those patterns, heal from your past, and create a new self. That's what this book is about, how to do the work. And this movement has exploded. This book has been one of the best sellers on New York Times. And I know for a fact is the number one bestseller at Malik Books in 2021. It continues to sell well, even in 2022. How to do the work. Hit a home run because it's a core subject matter. There's some issue. A lot of people have Mental health issues. I know in the communities that I live in, I see it all the time. And all through this nation, you find a lot of people needing advice. Advice to help turn their life around. Well, this book, How to Do the Work, is an excellent choice to try to recognize, you know, issues that are plaguing you. And how to heal from them and how to create a new self. Some of the content you can find in How to Do the Work is subject matters like you are the best healer, the conscious self, becoming aware, a new theory of trauma, mind-body healing practices, emotional maturity, independence, and of course, boundaries, setting those boundaries. Oftentimes, when we don't set boundaries, then we let people walk in and out of our space that cause conflict. And so how to set these boundaries in order to create a more peaceful and meaningful relationship with self and others. So the contents in this book is just a good read and it's an excellent book and it's a book to address a very timely subject. And if you're looking for advice, well, how to do the work is an excellent book that gives you an overwhelming amount of advice to help change and transform your life. So pick up a copy of how to do the work, recognizing your patterns, healing from your past and creating yourself by Dr. Laco Napera. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.